The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the web. Welcome to Privacy Piracy. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's a local attorney and certified information privacy professional. She's the author of several books, including Safeguard Your Identity, From Victim to Victor, and The Complete Idiot's Guide to Recovering from Identity Theft. She's testified many times in Congress and the California Legislature on privacy and identity theft issues. And you may have seen her on Dateline, 48 Hours, CNN, NBC, ABC, O'Reilly Factor, and many other shows, including her own 90-minute PBS television special, Protecting Yourself in the Information Age. To learn more about this radio show and our great guests, please visit KUCI.org slash Privacy Piracy. Hey, Mari, what's our show about today? Well, today we're going to learn about this great new website that the Consumer Federation of America has put together, and I'm so thrilled to have a good friend of mine back on who is really the the mastermind of all this, Susan Grant. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is the Director of Consumer Protection at the Consumer Federation of America. And we're going to give you the acronym CFA is a nonprofit association of about 300 nonprofit consumer groups that was established back in 1968 to advance the consumer interests through such things as research, education and advocacy. Susan works specifically in the areas of privacy, deceptive marketing, online safety and security and fraud, electronic and mobile commerce, and all sorts of general consumer protection issues. She coordinates the Consumer Federation of America's Fake Check Tax Task Force, and she conducts CFA's annual consumer complaint survey, and she is recognized as an authority on combating consumer fraud and deception. And she began her career in 1976 in the Consumer Protection Division in the Northwestern Massachusetts District's Attorney's Office. And she has worked in the consumer protection ever since. She wears a white hat. She's adorable. And I'm so thrilled to have her. I just want you to know that you can learn more about the Consumer Federation of America at ConsumerFed.org. And she's going to tell us about this new website, IDTheftInfo.org. So thank you, Susan, for joining us all the way from the East Coast. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I think you are wonderful and all the great work that CFA does. So, But this is a particularly special week. Why don't you tell us what this week is? That's right. This is National Protect Your Identity Week. So it's a good time to talk about consumer resources uh, for information about identity theft and CFA's new website. So let's talk about this new website that was just recently unveiled. Why don't you tell us what's on there? That's right. It's idtheftinfo.org. You know, there are a lot of other um, identity theft websites out there, but CFA wanted to create a website that would highlight our best practices for identity theft services that we developed with the help of folks like you, Mari, 
uh, and um, that would also pull together the best resources from other credible sources. You know, that was really great to be a part of that team, that you were the the wonderful mediator and leader of that team. Why don't you talk about how we created that, uh, the you know, about the best practices? Because you know what? I get calls almost every day saying, Mari, what identity theft protection service should I use? What should I do? And of course, I always refer them to the Consumer Federation of America so that they know what kinds of questions to ask. But why don't we talk about the types of groups that work together on this? Sure. Well, it all started back in 2009 when we put out a study of identity theft services. And specifically, we were looking at things like the claims that they were making in their advertising that they could absolutely protect people from becoming ID theft victims and other um, troublesome practices that we found in the industry. Uh, like one of them was the, you know, the million-dollar warranty, so everybody thought if they became a victim and they signed up for that particular service that they'd get a million dollars reimbursed back to them, which was a little bit deceptive, too. That's right. The uh, insurance and um, guarantees that some of these services offer were not being described very clearly, and um, consumers could easily uh, misunderstand exactly what they would do for them uh, if they uh, did become ID theft victims. So um, as a result of that uh, study that we put out, um, we heard from a number of um, advocates and from um, several of the companies that provide these services and that shared the concerns that we had about misleading advertising. And um, so we got together a group of experts such as yourself and people from government agencies such as the California Office of Privacy and um, uh, company representatives. And um, we worked for more than a year on these best practices, which are recommendations for what um, ID theft service providers should do and shouldn't do in order to be sure that they provide people with uh, clear and accurate information about their services and um, they don't mislead consumers. Let's talk about some of the, just uh, some of the tips that we put together so that people listening, who I know many of the people in, in Orange County are worried about you know, how do they protect themselves? And, and you know, some of them were, are very interested in getting services. So what are some of the things that were suggested for best practices that people could look for? Well, we um, warned people to watch out for um, claims that ID theft services could absolutely prevent them from becoming victims um, and other kinds of um, scare tactics and, and misleading statements. Um, and we told them to look for um, companies that um, clearly spelled out um, exactly what the services are that they provide and how they work, um, that um, tell people um, right up front how much their services cost, and uh, that uh, clearly um, explain their guarantees and warranties. We encourage IDSF services to be specific about some things, for instance, if they say that they monitor your credit reports, what credit reporting agencies do they monitor? Those kinds of simple things. So the, uh, the best practices and the tips for consumers about shopping for ID theft services 
are some of the main features on our new idseftinfo.org website. It's just a terrific website. So one of the things that people don't realize is it's really important for them to know what these best practices are. Why do we think it's so important for them to know what these, why it matters to consumers to know what these best practices are? Well, we really had two aims with the best practices. One was um, with the industry itself to uh, curb uh, misleading claims and other problems and to um, encourage companies to follow good business practices. But for consumers, um, we want to make sure that they know what to look for, what to uh, uh, watch out for, and um, how to evaluate ID theft services so that they can get the best for their buck. And so you even have some questions that they can ask or, or at least have a whole checklist of what they should look for when they are determining whether or not to get an ID theft service, right? That's right. So if you go to idtheftinfo.org, one of the sections that you'll find is shopping for ID theft services. And again, the best practices will be there, but also the tips that you're referring to. Um, we also have information for consumers on the site about um, simple steps that they can help take themselves to uh, reduce the potential for becoming ID theft victims. Um, there is a section about what to do if you become a victim. Uh, and um, there's a, a really neat section, one of my favorite parts of the website is um, uh, quizzes from the uh, Federal Trade Commission and other uh, sources uh, where consumers can test their ID theft savvy. Um, on the home page, uh, we'll have a rotati- rotating um, uh, quiz of the month, but in the consumer resources section are all of the different quizzes that you can t- take, and some of them are, are quite fun to do as you, uh, as you go along. So let's talk about that. I know a lot of people are always worried about identity theft, and you know I have the my identitytheft.org. We always refer to privacyrights.org, and of course your new website as well. So what? Let's talk about some of the things that consumers can do to to really protect themselves. Well, um, consumers certainly can check their credit records themselves. Um, as you know, Mari, they're entitled to one free credit report every 12 months um, from all three of the major credit reporting bureaus, and they're also entitled to free credit reports annually from um, some of those uh, specialty um, credit bureaus like the Medical Information Bureau that uh, consumers may not be aware of. Um, and, uh, Lex- and LexisNexis, where they can get a right. public record search for free as well. Yeah. Right. And um, in addition, uh, consumers are eligible for free uh, credit reports under other circumstances, uh, uh, such as if they happen to become ID theft victims. But to um, detect um, ID theft uh, uh, more quickly, uh, than you would uh, on your own, um, you might want to consider buying an ID theft service. That's one of the uh, things that um, uh, uh, that they provide is uh, uh, credit monitoring usually. However, um, checking your credit reports um, may not clue you in to 
every kind of identity theft out there. There's some things um, uh, that may not show up on your um, credit report, such as medical identity, medical theft. identity theft, or employment identity theft, where somebody's um, using your uh, personal information to, uh, to to have a job somewhere or and commit crimes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So um, uh, even uh, though there are lots of things that you can discover yourself, some of this information is harder to uh, to get at. Right. So I think we should we should just mention that the free credit report that you can get that's that was instituted under federal law is at annualcreditreport.com. That's A-N-N-U-A-L creditreport.com. And you can go there and get all three credit reports right there. You could download it or you can phone in or you can um, mail in for that or you can just get one every quarter so you can look at the Equifax, the Experian, and the TransUnion. And then I think what you were talking about that we had talked about about the best practices is some of these programs, um, these identity theft protection services actually do more than just credit monitoring. They do look for such things as criminal identity theft or employment identity theft. So if you look at the website for the Consumer Federation of America and you and you look and you see what these best practices are and you look at your checklist, you can go and um, at that point you can look at the different identity theft services and compare them and see what it is that you want to get that may be of help to you. I know That's lo- right. And another thing that we tell um, consumers is to look for what kind of fraud assistance, uh, if any, these services offer. Again, um, there's a lot that you can do yourself if you're a victim. As you know, Mari, um, most of the ID theft that's reported is unauthorized use of consumers' credit cards. Somebody's stolen their um, credit card number and used it. And um, that problem, fortunately, is very easy for consumers to resolve themselves because they have strong rights under federal law to dispute unauthorized credit card charges, and the credit card issuers all have zero liability policies, so you're not going to be held responsible for um, those situations. As long as you open up your statements and look at them and tell the credit card company within 60 days. So That's right. You that's... do have to uh, <laughs> check your statements and report uh, any problems promptly. And that's another thing that people can do is uh, they can check their statements online. You don't have to wait for uh, your statement to come every month in the mail. Um, so if you do check your accounts uh, frequently, your credit card accounts, your bank accounts, and so on, then you know you may be able to spot uh, whether there's something amiss. And you don't need to pay a service to do that for you. But if you want to, there are services out there. Uh, one of our concerns about fraud assistance is that it can really vary. Um, some of these companies uh, give you advice about what to do. And um, free advice is available, actually, from a number of sources, including the Federal Trade Commission's uh, great website. So, um it doesn't really make sense for consumers to just pay for advice, uh, but um, some of these services actually go further and help 
resolve your complaint by contacting creditors and others for you. So if consumers are interested in that kind of service, then we encourage them to make sure that they understand whether that's what's being offered or not. Right, and they have to be careful because some of these services haven't signed up with them previously in monitoring when it comes to you becoming a victim of identity theft, they won't take you on. And and that's been a problem for many consumers is they find out that they're a victim and then they sign up for the service, but the service won't help them for the identity theft cl- clearing up. That's Then they call us. And so that's something you need to find out ahead of time is are they going to cover you if you've already become a victim of identity theft? Yes. Uh, there are some services that will do that. In fact, there are some services that specialize in helping people if they've already become ID theft victims, but uh, many services do not provide assistance for what they consider pre-existing right. ID theft problems. So um, that's certainly something that you need to know. In addition to the uh, wealth of information for consumers on our idtheftinfo.org website, there's also a section for businesses because it's important for them to know how to protect uh, customer and employee data. And so we've got resources there from uh, Privacy Rights Clearinghouse and the Federal Trade Commission and other places um, that have tips for businesses on how to keep their data secure. And that's really an important issue. You know, here in Orange County, one of the DAs told me that 70% of all of the identity theft prosecutions deal with unscrupulous employees that have stolen the identity of the customers. So what you're talking about for businesses, it is so important that they know how to protect data, not only from uh, electronic data and computerized data for a security breach, but also the stuff that they run off, you know, from their computer or that they have sitting in files or that they don't destroy when they're throwing away. So those are really important issues as well. That's right. Um, we also have a section on the idtheftinfo.org website about uh, studies and statistics that have been done concerning ID theft. And um, there are studies from a variety of sources. It's important for consumers to know that um, Though ID theft is the number one subject of complaint to the Federal Trade Commission and um, millions of people are affected every year, uh, most people, in fact, are not going to become ID theft victims. And especially if you take some precautions um, with uh, uh, mailing your bills from public mailboxes, with making sure that you have... uh, good antivirus and anti-spyware software on your computer to keep intruders out, not falling for things like uh, phishing attempts where somebody by phone or by email tries to um, impersonate a a company or uh, someone else that you have a relationship with and, and, and get you to confirm your account number or other personal information. Uh, there's lots of things that people can do themselves to um, reduce the likelihood of becoming a victim. And so um, it's important for people to know that while ID theft is a serious problem, um, it's not something that most of them are going to have to face. 
Right. And they can do things like what you were talking about. And another thing that a lot of people are, are learning to do and what I always recommend is when you do your online banking, which, by the way, is safer than sending your bills through the mail because there's mail theft and people will be able to see your account number and your routing number and then make up new checks and take the money out of your account. So what I suggest always is to set up online banking using a long username and a complex password of numbers, letters, and characters for your banking, for your password, and then set up alerts. So what I have, Susan, and you probably do this too, is every time there is a transfer, especially electronic transfer out of any of my accounts, get an email. And it says, here was an ACH transfer, and if this isn't yours, let us know. And so then I I haven't, uh, you know, I, I'm right there to know if somebody has transferred money. And especially for those people who use debit cards, which I am very strong against using debit cards because that is really the number one fraud for bank fraud, uh, which is the complaint by the Federal Trade Commission. So if you... Um, have these alerts, you'll know right away from an email whether money has been transferred out of your account. So that'll tell you immediately. And you only have two days to tell the bank if there is any kind of bank fraud. So um, if you want to be reimbursed for that money, for all of that money, you really need to be careful. So there are a lot of things that you can do. If you look at your bank's website, they have a lot of security features, which you might want to start implementing. That's right. That's good advice. And um, if you suddenly hear from your bank that uh, there's some sort of problem with your account and um, you're asked to uh, give things like... uh, your, your password and, and, and so on to clear the problem up, um, and you're not sure if, in fact, um, this is real or a hoax to get you to provide your information, um, contact uh, the bank or whoever it purports to be directly and ask, you know, is this uh, a problem that actually exists and um, uh, verify that the request for information is legitimate before you give it. Exactly. That's so important because people are, most people are really honest and trusting. And so some email may look really authentic, like it's coming from your bank and they're never, you know, they're never supposed to ask you for sensitive data, like your social security number or your account number in an email. So always call the number that is on the website for your bank before you, or, you know, on your account number or whatever, call them directly. And the same thing, even with the IRS, if you get a phone call from the IRS or even some, you know, someone who's pretend, who is purported to be your bank or the IRS or the taxing authorities or even police, make sure you get the, look at the telephone number online and call back immediately. Cause I have heard victims who thought they were talking to the police and gave the police information and it really wasn't the police. That's so, right. You have to be careful. Um, so, uh, on the, um, idtheftinfo.org website, we're going to have, um, frequent updates for people in the latest news section, uh, about, uh, data breaches that we've yeah. heard about, about new studies, about um, new resources 
um, we'll be constantly highlighting interesting things that consumers and businesses should know about. That's great. And you're going to have new scams out there so people know what not what to do, you know, to know what to avoid, rather. That's right. You know, when we were talking about businesses protecting the identity and protecting the personal data of their own clients, we also have business people driving by that need to know that they themselves as small business owners or even large business owners, that they themselves can become victims of identity theft. Yes, that's true. So we're considering this new website to be a gateway to a lot of the information that's out there in an easy-to-use format. You can find the information that you're looking for, whether you're uh, seeking to just learn more about how you can protect your own personal information or want to know what you should do as a business, or uh, you think you have an ID theft problem and you want to know where to turn. Uh, we want to be a one-stop shop for people to be able to uh, get the information they need. And um, uh, most of the information on the site is from um, government agencies and nonprofit organizations. There's a wealth of information out there. It's just finding it sometimes that can be hard. Exactly. Now, when people hear this, they might think that they can get direct help from the Consumer Federation of America. So if someone becomes a victim, can they actually get restoration services from CFA? Well, I'm glad you asked that because CFA uh, sometimes does get complaints from consumers who are just casting about for help. And unfortunately, we're a small nonprofit association. Uh, we really don't have the staff to handle people's individual problems. Um, the purpose of the information um, about what to do if you become a victim on idtheftinfo.org is to steer people in the right direction. There are, in fact, places that you can go. Uh, there are places like the Identity Theft Resource Center that can help people. Um, people may be eligible for free uh, for the services of the Identity Theft Assistance Center, which is a service that is supported by uh, financial services and other companies. And if a consumer's a, a customer of one of those companies, even if the identity theft problem has nothing to do with the company, if the consumer is a customer of that company and that company supports the ID theft assistance center, the consumer can get hands-on help from the identity theft assistance center. Also, a lot of people may not realize that they may have uh, some sort of ID theft service available uh, uh, to help them through their bank or their insurance company. More and more, these kinds of companies are offering identity theft help as just part of the benefit of being uh, a customer. So, um, you know, there are lots of places that we point people to from the website where they can go to get help if they need it. And also, you know, we have our victim to victor in our book, uh, The Complete Idiot Guide to Recovering from Identity Theft. So people can go and get the book and have legal letters that they can complete themselves so they don't have to share that information with other people. And of course, 
uh, besides those kinds of books, they they have a lot of great information if they are looking for self-help from the Federal Trade Commission as well. So there are also times when things get way out of control and they may, may need to hire a lawyer. And some people say to me, well, Mari, what kind of a lawyer do I need if the credit reporting agencies don't help me? And that kind of lawyer is a consumer lawyer that does fair credit reporting act litigation. So there is the consumer. Um, and I think hopefully you'll, you'll even link to the, um, the NCLC that, that provides some, uh, the National Consumer Lawyer Association that really provides a referral list to people all across the country so that if you do have a problem and a company is refusing to correct data, then you may need litigation help just so you can get your life together. Unfortunately, uh, that sometimes happens, but hopefully it won't be in your case as well. So why don't we give your website again? We are just about out of time, Susan. You're just wonderful. Just give that brand new website. Well, thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk about idtheftinfo.org, which is the new Consumer Federation of America website with everything that consumers need to know about identity theft and information for businesses, too. Well, you are terrific, Susan, and we will have you back again. And thank you so much for all your time and all your great work. Thank you. Happy National Protect Your Identity Week. Thank you. Okay, you've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8 a.m. and visit our website at KUCI.org slash privacy piracy. Thanks. Stay private. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.